0: Is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. Or MicePod.com Mice Now, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature and mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I think advised. we're mellowing in our old age. The views spoken are hours and hours, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. So if people are cheering, I think that's, I, I, that's I know. what as, as, as if people actually still fall for the fact that we record this in a bar. <laughs> Diz After Dark it. is recorded in front of a live bar audience. Yeah, yeah. treat your audience with the contempt they deserve. <laughs> there they go. Oh, good evening. Thank you very much. And uh, welcome to uh, Series 3, Episode 4 of Diz After Dark. We're back and uh, hopefully we're back on form firing on all four cylinders every two weeks for you
1: now. At least at least until Christmas ruins it for everyone again.
0: Yeah, we, we'll try not to. We promise. Uh, I'm Paul. <laughs> I'm Nick. I <Hi>, am Paul. <laughs> <He's> hiding hiding <laughs> at All the right? back. Oh, the me. other Paul. Yeah, <laughs> hiding at the back. Went to the bar early. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, right, back on form. Uh, gentlemen, uh, what are we drinking?
1: Uh, I'm just gone for a, a normal what was in the fridge. Uh, I didn't really prepare myself very well, so I've got a... Lovely bottle of Cause Lights. So uh, it, it's also um, on the scale of cold or damn cold, it is damn cold as in John Claude Van Damme. So cheers and uh, many happy returns to Paul. Oh, okay. oh. Thank you. Thank
0: you. There you go. We go. I'll, I'll blow some candles out later. Mr. D, do you have a
2: beverage? Okay. Of I, do. I do. It's very Christmassy themed. This oh, bottle is, is all red and green, it's almost crushed red berries and lime. It's like a poinsettia and a ball. Happy birthday, Paul. Ah,
0: Cheers. No, I, thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm 21 today. Plus, <laughs> <Class>. Yeah. <Okay. laughs> Give or take a um, bit. I've, I've tried to bring back a very loosely themed Disney connection today. So I have gone for a 101 Dalmatians theme uh, beer by going for a bottle of Marston's Pedigree. Sorry, it's tenuous, but it's the best I can do.
1: Better than, nothing, better, better than you know, most people do, <laughs> to be honest. yes yeah.
0: gentlemen. Um, we have had people suggest Disney beers. We just can't find them, or haven't found them. But, but keep them coming if you know of any. <sighs>
1: and, of course, if you know where to, to actually locate these beers for us, please let us know on our website at www.disafterdark.com or you can email us at podcast at
2: and you can find us on Twitter at Disaster Dark, Facebook.com forward slash Disaster and we're on nicechat.com. Uh, and yeah, Instagram, Pinterest, um, yeah, all that stuff.
1: B24 uh, Radio.
0: Still probably maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the others. Don't know. There's other there's other live streaming radio services that we're probably on. Stitcher. Yeah, I wonder if I could stop selling this as an audio book on Audible. Download
1: it for free. We'll <laughs> <laughs> buy on all of them, Why not?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll get
1: something going on Gary's Band. that? Oh,
0: that will do the trick. We'll get out. Well, we, we've still got to get an album together of uh, Pub Singers' Greatest Hits and Nick on his kazoo.
1: Yeah. I'm Did, trying to find a kazoo, by the way? Um,
0: you've, had, you've had a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, well, they're, I say they're
1: hard to find.
0: I say you've had a couple of weeks. You, from the time it actually got released when I uploaded it this morning, because I've been <laughs> slacking. <Yeah. laughs> to now
1: (laughs) this Uh, is the thing I realise like we both said happy birthday to you by the time this goes out you know it could be six months later could be next October this this news could be be very relevant or not very relevant
0: indeed indeed Um, well yeah we haven't got any guests today so it's just us three uh, and the other people in the bar yeah joining in Um, so shall we just go straight into you know what we said we weren't going to do and do the news anyway yeah (laughs) yeah all right, I'll just hit this button. A view of the news with disaster Dark. You, you will, however, notice I haven't changed any of the jingles for
1: the new series. Uh, have we recorded any yet? Only the
0: opening and ending. That's
1: what I mean. If, yeah. we're, if we're not recording new jingles, we can't really, like, hold you responsible for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe as a Christmas present to ourselves, we'll get in the studio.
0: Yeah, yeah, at some point, at some yeah. point. Uh, so, what has been happening in between us actually releasing or even recording the last one uh, and today?
1: Oh, Helm's Frozen Over, I believe. Um, that would be Elsa, to <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah, Fro- Frozen 2's come out, yeah, Star the,
0: Wars 8 has come out. The Eagles are back on tour again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so so I wanted to kick things off. Yeah. Um, Apologies in advance to American listeners. This is my stories about Disneyland Paris, but at the same time, you
0: know,
1: it, it's looking at things from from their point of view, but also referencing other things. We, so, we, we do
0: like to think we are a Disney podcast, not just.
1: exactly, not not is not exclusive. And yeah. I, I know a lot of you guys over there are actually interested in some way about this stuff. So, um, recently they got a new CEO, yep. uh, which uh, Tom Yeah. and. Uh, yeah, and uh, Mark Steve's over there as well. And i um, taking over from our good friend, Philippe Gass. Wow. And they had a, uh, a presentation um, and a, a bit of a shareholder meeting last week. So there was, there was quite a lot that, w- that was covered. It was only supposed to be a half an hour meeting. Uh, but from what I can see, it was uh, about an hour and a half in total. So it was quite a long one. Uh, and I know, I haven't gone to these before, that they, they can go on a bit and they're always very interesting as well Um, so you know one of the things that uh, was kind of hinted at uh, as possibly coming is uh, magic bands now you guys have obviously uh, you know used that Um, but you know they they reference the fact that it's you know the investment so far has been about a billion dollars so it's expensive but it's a smaller park in comparison to Disney World yeah. uh, or a small, or smaller area so you know it's it's plausible um, but what they want to do is uh, catch up and comply with standards and expectations is what he said here so uh, you know does that mean they're looking at the TV problems they've had so far um, is it just they, they think that to get it installed in Paris they'll have to do a bit more work than just simply stick it in and hope for the best could be either of those could be both of those. Um, I think that's what they're, they're, they're talking about there.
0: Magic Um, bands coming to Paris potentially.
1: mm. Mm. Well, I mean, I I think to be honest, I think if it, if it does continue to be reasonably successful, um, it will roll out anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, it's one of those inevitable things that you just can't really avoid. Um, And uh, yeah, He talks about the fact that the studios in Disney Village are not complete and and that basically they need to kind of catch up but it's not going to be something they can do overnight
0: Haven't they still got the third gate to even actually make any headway on before 2017
1: Um, I don't know what the deadline is for the third gate I mean yes yes is the the short and simple answer Um, as well as they've obviously got the nature park as well haven't they down the road um, which they're kind of in conjunction with so you know that's supposed to be coming as well Um, and and, you know they are even looking ahead to the 25th anniversary as well Um, I I think he references about how things are going to be in three years I I think you know in place already he's got a three year plan of what he wants to do so uh, you know I think I think that's it Um, Microsoft Project
0: is sitting on a little PC in the corner
1: yeah (laughs) Well, I think you know, and you know, someone else pointed out things like um, shows um, about the the state of the Disney Village, which he kind of referenced already, um, and uh, yeah, they're definitely open to more shows. Yeah. Um, also, for people that are not too keen on the food, um, they're looking at that. So they've just done a joint or they've, they've got a joint venture now with flow group. Now I'm not, sh- I'm not really into catering, so I'm not sure who flow no. group are, but a reference. Um, he said that, um, the park restaurants used before many frozen foods and they're now looking to more, uh, work more with fresh products because of this joint venture with them. Um, so looking at the success of Remy's Bistro, which has become the number one re- restaurant in the result, um, you know, they're looking more towards that thing of being a more specialized focused menu. Because to be honest, if you look around, a lot of places do do very similar things. Yeah. Don't yeah. they? There's, you yeah. Know, there's not many places that do things that are unique.
0: No, it, it's know. not like, oh, if you want a burger counter service, you go to the counter service burger restaurant, or there's a hot dog counter service restaurant, or a you know, know Beaver tails. Let's whatever. see. I mean, a, a lot of the burger places I, I saw, the burgers were pretty
1: much the same. Yeah. there was one, and I can't remember the name of it in, um, Barry's really for Disney podcast in <laughs> Frontierland, which was advertising when I was there, Buffalo burger. Oh, right. Um, and I know that a couple of the burger places also offer Angus and Angus burger as an option,
0: Yeah,
1: but the, the like the normal burger and cheeseburger are always the go-to options at these places. And only a few of them have things on top of that as well.
2: Oh, so right. for that,
1: it, it, it seems very standard. Um, they mentioned about Halloween as well, because, uh, I am mean, I don't know anyone to went this year, but apparently it was an absolute disaster. Um, well, you, they, yeah,
0: you, they, you say they, that. I mean, Halloween yeah. may have been a disaster in itself, but looking at various sort of Facebook posts and tweets from people who have been over the last couple of weeks, for about the last three weekends, it's hit capacity and park closed by like half past ten on a Saturday morning.
1: Well, see, the thing is, I think the problem with Halloween this year was... They they did the park up like they normally do, but they didn't do the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties like they used to, no. and they just had the event on Halloween. Uh, and they were saying that there were two thousand more people this year than there were the previous year.
0: <laughs>
1: now that's really because you've got one. You know, it's the same as what they do in, in Disney Studios when they have a villains event. Yeah. If you if you're just doing a one night only event, of course yeah. you're going to get a lot of people coming be around yeah. because because it's like everyone's going to focus to go there that night um so you know I, they, I think they might have learned some lessons maybe they're going to try and do more of them next year maybe they just need to manage it better i don't know um but it is it is something that um has been looked into um another thing that was mentioned um this was down to somebody asking about um hotels and, and stuff like that and, and bookings is that the computer system is almost the same as when they first opened yeah. Now you yourself are very uh, tech savvy, yeah. And that park opened in '92. Yeah. yeah, I believe Windows has been updated since then. In the parks, I mean, obviously we know in real life it has, but yeah. they're basically saying the program's is about the same. That,
0: that's little, pretty bad, yeah. Little DOS-based database of stuff, yeah. It's Ouch. not going to good. Right. Ouch! That's going to take some upgrading.
1: Um. Now, another thing as well, and this is obviously something we covered before, um, is, uh, you know, they're looking, obviously, at the moment to do some financial restructuring. And there is going to be a shareholders' uh, referendum for that in January. Um, I can't remember when in January, um, but that's when it's expected to be. And that's where they're going to put this notion forward of how they're going to do it, what it's going to mean for shareholders, uh, this, that, and the other. Now the reason why I wanted to mention the story as well is, you know, we've talked about this before and the limit used to be 20. Uh, was it a year and a half ago? Maybe it went up to a hundred shares as a minimum. Mm-hmm. And obviously this is going to be um, potentially restructured again to bring in more finance. So they've already warned that, you know, your shares will be going down in value. And they'll, they'll buy them at a juice rate if this all goes ahead. Um, what they've said here is that um, you know, if you are a shareholder club member with 100 shares before the recapitalisation, um, and you still have a minimum of 100 shares after, um, the club members will still be the same, and you'll be able to renew your cards. Okay. But the conditions will be charged for new shareholders, and it's estimated the new threshold will be raised to 900 shares. Good God. For exa- it says, for example... Yeah. It's not final, and new conditions will be communicated after this. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up, and I'm sure you know other podcasts will bring this up as well that deal with this, is that you know I've been waiting to find out what, to see what I want to do. Now, even if I think they were looking to restructure it so the shares be worth about a euro each, you'd be looking at nine hundred euros. Yeah. To to now join the shareholders club, which is going to stop a lot of people doing it maybe that's the intention but you, what, you think
0: ten, it, ten, and, Well, i'm sure we'll come to it in a minute so
1: yeah yeah but it's a crazy figure so so basically the reason why i mention this now is that anyone that was kind of differing about doing it or like me has shares but doesn't have the 100 minimum that you now require to be a shareholder now's the time because if this uh, if this goes through in january I can guarantee it'll be instant. So
0: how much are they at the moment?
1: Roughly? So at the moment, I was looking on on Friday, which uh, let's say, well, I was looking for a few days. So let's let's yeah. say around the 12th of December uh, onwards, it, you was looking at just over €3 Euros a share.
0: €3. Euros. So yeah. to buy 100 of them, yeah, you're looking at €300. Euros. Yeah, at, at the current rate. Yeah.
1: So if they go down to a euro each, that's, that's €900. Euros. Yeah. So it's a massive difference of six hundred euros.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's it. I mean, I I had twenty five shares. That's what I was. I, hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, but
2: here's the dilemma. I bought um,
1: the minimum was t- uh, twenty back then. All right. Yeah. You bought a
2: hundred. Well, I had the twenty or twenty five, whatever it was, and then and then we went to Disneyland Paris last Christmas, so I, it, so I bought it the other eighty. So now, if I hang on to them, yes, I'm in the club, but the share price is going to go down to a euro. So, yeah, it's. That's, I'll that's, probably keep them, but but you are going to take a hit on the value. Yeah.
0: of Yeah, yeah, that's quite a swift kicking. Proverbials. Yeah. I yeah.
2: think
1: I think the the plan was, if I if I remember rightly, I think it was go down to about a euro, uh-huh. but Disney would buy them at a euro fifty. Yeah if you wanted to sell them to to Disney. Um, So you would get a bit more than market value on your new shares, Hmm. on your old shares. Um, But that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's what you think – it's what you've got the shares for. I mean, I invested in Disney shares for two reasons. One was to get the shareholder benefits. No qualms about that. I'm quite happy to say that. But the second one as well is because, you know, I like the place – yeah. Um spend, you know, many a time there. And I I see that as I'm buying into helping um keep that place running. Alright, it's a very small figure when you, you break everything down, but by you investing in Disneyland Paris as a company, you're supporting it. So for me, it was never gonna be a case of um, you know, one day my shares are gonna go through the roof like Apple shares. Yeah because I just never saw it as that I mean if you look at you know the history of Disneyland uh, Paris and shares and everything like that you know at one point when it was facing the bankruptcy you'd been lucky to got about 50p from.
2: Yeah.
1: so you know it's always been um, a less stable investment than other Disney companies um, and so you've got to weigh it up you know is it worth you keeping them for that reason Um. I mean, the thing is that it doesn't say how long it's guaranteed for. Um, I know for the original shareholders, I can't remember how many shares you had to have back then. But if you had that amount of shares before the year two thousand, then all the changes ever since that time do not yeah. apply to you. Yeah,
0: it was only something like twenty or twenty-five, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, I think before that, it was even. It might have been even less, but their condition was written in that you know from year 2000 onwards anyone that had shares you know would be subject to any changes but people with shares like predating that would be unaffected so it'll be interesting to see if you know buying 100 shares now Keeps this going for another
0: two years. Right. So, so, how much do you or, get as as a member of the shareholder club? We've, we've covered this many a time before, but it's worth just going over the numbers. If it's going to now cost you nine hundred euros,
1: I uh, g- give me a couple of seconds on that, and I'll, yeah. I'll get that information up. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't the only thing as well. Uh, other things that were brought up during um, that meeting was uh, asking about the Jedi Academy,
0: yeah,
1: for example, because obviously heavily rumoured. Uh, it's going to be going in there, um, and basically they said it will be, okay. but they would be um, tweaking it. Yeah. So I think what all that kind of meant is, yeah, it's uh, it's good and it's, it's going in, but maybe we've learned from some of the mistakes we do with uh, the one already. Yeah. So that, that's that's it, how it, I read it, it, anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are they going to make it a constant flow rather than a, a show every now and then of, of some kids come out and perform and yeah, wave a lightsaber. If they make it a constant flow, so everyone gets a chance to have a go. Yeah. Mm, interesting.
1: That's it. that's it, really, for that. illusion rumored to be coming back. They they not provide an answer.
0: The the, the the parade at night with bulbs yeah But yeah, yeah the Main, Street electrical, electrical Ma- Main Street Electrical Main Street Electrical spectro Magic Parade
1: yeah yeah um someone also brought up the fact that um you know there's still a lot of of things that are absent in right effects that have been forgotten about not repaired, yeah. uh, and things have been poorly maintained and,
0: and, and people think the disco Yeti causes problems
1: yeah exactly you ain't seen nothing um you know, the thing is, I think everyone agrees it's it's probably the most beautiful park, but there's there's so many things that are wrong. Hmm. Um, and and they are aware of it, and they need something that they want to get on top of. So that's that's good as well. Um, that's, what,
2: that's what seems strange about the whole RFID thing, though. You know, that, that they've got those kind of basic problems or issues. They don't have enough money for some of the basic maintenance, So yet they're talking about bringing an RFID in a, I don't know whether they've got evidence that RFID really drives sales of merchandise or sales of food or you know gets more people through the door, but if it doesn't,
1: you've got to wonder if that's a good investment. You know? Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's that's another reason why they're dragging their heels on it.
2: Yeah.
1: Because you're completely right. It's a it's a big investment. I mean, the thing is, the investment really has been made in Orlando. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's where the yeah. money's really gone. Rolling it out to other parks cannot cost the same amount of money, because yeah. once something's yeah.
0: the R and D, the R and D's been done.
1: That's yeah, that's that's where your money's gone. So you know, it's not going to cost another billion to get it to the other
0: parks. Yeah, they've, but they've, they've, they've got the manufacturing, they've got the manufacturing facilities now to manufacture twelve. They have the 12, technology; they will twelve, rebuild. yeah, twelve ninety nine euros worth of um, latex band for your arm. Um. Again, a timeline of 2017
1: was, was banned about when people were talking about um, return of such things as the Frontierland geysers. Has anyone ever actually seen those? Oh, many years ago. Yeah. I remember seeing them like, the, the first time I went, but I, I really can't remember it since then. Um, Village Nature, apparently the first stone ceremony will happen this week. Okay. So it's he's, he's obviously still... Still going ahead.
0: Uh, I, I, I wonder if because that's although it is technically a resort center parks like thing, yeah. I wonder if because they're making an, a, a basic attraction nature based thing to it, I wonder whether they're kind of trying to try get away with that. That's the South Third Gate. Look, <laughs> look I don't is, think they
1: can because it's, it's not on property. I mean, they've got a, a lot of investment in, in Mile but yeah. You know, you can't really consider that to be property. Is,
0: is Davy Crockett Ranch considered property?
1: Yeah, well, it's on the land, isn't it? Surely. yeah Okay. I, 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 he
0: says. I don't know. Davy Crockett's Treetop Adventure as well. as whatever. That's a little drive away.
1: Yeah. notice I, mean, I guess if it's if it's if it's there, if, yeah. if it's on the actual land, that's, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I'm just having a look here. That's all right. Uh, buh, buh, buh. You got your little shareholders' some, booklet s-
0: out. Doesn't
1: say there correct. actually. I mean, I, I know um, you got like like having the um, okay. like having the uh, uh, annual pass, yep. Sorry, um, the you got discounts in shops. I think it was ten percent in shops uh, rather than the twenty percent you get with some of the annual passes. Okay, yeah. Um it was. Well, yeah, it's 15% 15 in park. restaurants.
0: Okay, but if, yeah. you've got, if you've got an annual pass, what do you get? 15%. So, that's the same. No, so if you get... So, hang on. So, if you've got... Uh, okay.
1: If you get... We've got, we'll got, compare it with the Dream Pass. So, the Dream yep. Pass is the highest tier. Yep. And that's €210 Euros a year. Yep. So, with that, you get your park access, obviously. Yep. You get 10% off um, your food. Yep. And you get 20% off merchandise okay. in shops. Okay. Um, you get a few other discounts there as well. Yep. Uh, the shareholders club. Um, you get fifteen percent off of um, single tickets.
0: Okay.
1: You get fifteen percent off for annual passes. All right. Uh, you get three euros off for theme park guided tours. Fifteen <laughs> percent uh, off restaurants. Uh, discount tickets to Buffalo Bills. Uh fifteen percent off in shops.
0: Okay. But okay, you've so got that twi- has gone up. Well you get fifteen percent off, but you get twenty per cent if you use your fifteen percent off your annual card. That's
1: it. So you gotta you, you weigh out what's kinda of better. I mean yeah. when I had I had both and obviously the main the main thing with the shareholders card was I got fifteen percent off my annual pass. Yeah. Which brought the cost down already. But if I was going to eat in a restaurant, I'd use yeah. my shareholders' card. Yep. Yeah if I was buying goods in a shop, I'd use my annual pass because I got my 20%. I got my extra 5%.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's using it smart. But I suppose, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you've got it, you can use it. You also get a 10% off in Disney stores in Europe as well. There are some people have, I, I mentioned this before, with both the annual pass and the shareholders club that um, they've been told it doesn't work, it's not accepted. It's completely accepted. Um some people have said that I've made it up. Honestly oh, not. I I use it all the time. Sometimes they've got to flick through and make sure it's it's definitely there. Most times it's recognized. Uh, that it is uh, an acceptable discount card for uh, us plebs. Um
2: so, other, so you can use either. The other benefit is you get access to salon Mickey where you to try and eat your body weight in class off, which isn't easy by the way, because they're quite light. Weapon, but if you has change anyone, yourself to the chair, has <laughs> anyone been to the on Mickey? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they, they dish them out on a, on a very careful basis. Yeah, you can't, it, it's very controlled. It's, yeah.
1: very, it's very nice to go in. If anyone, if you either become a shareholder or you've got someone that can get you in there, it's lovely to go in there. It's a, it's a very small area, but it's nice and quiet and peaceful. Um, if you're lucky you will get some kind of bref- breakfast like a croissant or a cookie <laughs> but that's if you're lucky, they don't seem to ever bring enough um, and they have fridges stocked with fresh like orange juices, milk um, they've got hot drinks as well, but you can't take anything out with you yeah. no? so you can't, no, so if you, if you want to take an extra orange juice, won't be allowed you drink it in there you leave, n-
0: that's n- it none of the uh... The forum baiting, rolling up of croissants and sticking in a handbag.
2: None of that stuff. Not no, you can't get them. That's the problem. They come up. You're kind of counted out as you come in. <laughs> you're, you're, you're
0: <laughs> you're, you're there's R F I D chips, magic <laughs> magic croissants.
1: But you know the thing is, I suppose I, I kind of get it to an extent because it's not really what it's there for.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And I, and the thing is as well, I mean I don't know how that's changed because. You know, the other thing with the shareholders thing was for you to buy 20 shares to get into this elite group, Yeah. Um, you know, it meant that people were able to do it if they had a little bit of extra money. Mm. And obviously they raised it to 100 to try and stop that. So I don't yeah. know um, how much it's been. You know, I know a lot of people that didn't buy the extra shares when their shares, like myself, when their shares mm. uh, share card oh. ran, ran out, what mm. to do. Um, but when you're a shareholder club member um, you have to pay uh, 30 euros I think still to sign up no that was just if you had 20 between 20 and 100 if you had over 100 shares it was it was free to be a member your membership runs for 2 years so even if in January they turn around and say with consolidating this and anyone with 100 shares your terms won't change until your card runs out that means that you've, you know, your card is valid until it runs out.
2: Yeah, so if you bought your
1: shares now, uh, you know, in December, then it would be December 2016
2: before it runs out. Yeah, yeah I feel a bit, bit missed about that. We bought ours just about a year ago now. So basically, if, if they expire after two years again, then you've got to either up it to 900 or sell them off at a you know, much reduced rate. then that would be a bit annoying. They
0: should, I mean, they should pretty much give you a lifetime yeah not, not well,
2: a big one for investment yeah. Yeah, yeah or at least another two years you know mm-hmm. reset the
1: clock yeah I mean they may do I mean at the end of the day this is all speculation so they actually decide to go through with it we won't know for sure yeah. but it's it's a case of look this is the situation this is what they've said so far and I think it's good to be prepared so my annual so for example my annual pass runs out on the 25th of December ironically enough and um, if I renew my pass, um, if you if you have an annual pass and you want to renew it, they normally give you as an incentive an extra six months on top. Okay. So, you know, really, you're paying the same price, but you're getting, a, you know, 18 months rather than yeah. your standard 12. So it's, you know, means that you're actually paying more for less. Um, so originally, that's what I was going to do. I was going to renew that. Then obviously, I heard this announcement last week and realistically I can only really do one. Um, and both cost about the same. The shares is slightly more, probably about another 30, 40 quid on top of what the pass is going to cost me. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, I can stomach that. Yeah. So it's, do I buy the extra shares and get the shareholder benefits, um, for at least two years, for at least two years? Um, or do I just say, sod the shares that I've got, sod the shareholders club, and I buy my annual pass. Um, and um, because of the time frame I think I might lean towards losing the six months I'd get and just going for the shares and when I do need to buy my annual pass I'll, I'll, at least I'll get a
2: discount on yeah. it
0: buy it when you get out there mm. is there anywhere to buy an annual pass without having to go into the parks to upgrade no. your annual pass no so you've got to buy a day pass to get an annual pass
1: uh, not well if you're buying an annual pass so if you are going to Disneyland tomorrow yep and you want to buy an annual pass. Yep. You actually buy the annual pass at the gate. Okay. And what that does is it basically gives you a temporary ticket. Uh, and then you go into the park, and then you go to the passport office at some point that day, because yeah. sometimes it can get quite busy. So it doesn't matter what time of day you get it, yeah. but it, that means you've got your access, so you can use the park. But if you don't go and get your annual pass, it's a very expensive day ticket. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've you've obviously paid for it up front
0: yeah I know there's the uh, little area up to the right as you head into Discoveryland.
1: yeah yeah that, uh, yeah so just just down the left is a, a nice uh, retro building yeah. that you go into there, there is a there is a place at the front of the park as well just in front of the Disneyland Hotel entrance which is uh, Donald's Bureau yeah but it's hardly ever open. So the main one is <laughs> the one in
0: Discoveryland that sounds faintly familiar.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's there was an emergency backup while well, they, they did some repair work on the Discoveryland bureau, Yeah. Um, and so they were doing it up front. But normally, it it's always on at Discoveryland. Oh
0: dear! So it's so, all, all going over in Paris.
1: Yeah, it, it has. It has for that, um, and all, the only other thing that they've confirmed, which is going to hopefully lead to what you're talking about, is the fact that um, Star Wars Two is coming. Yeah. And we'll probably be there just in time for the 25th anniversary. Uh, Which we're how many years away from now? 2017, I think. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's about 2017. There you go. Ah,
0: yeah. That's just in time for 2017, which by then they'll have had the new Star Wars, The Force Awakens.
1: I feel like we should be having Star Wars music playing right now. Um...
0: Yeah, I'll I'll dig it out and edit it in somehow, probably. Yeah, only only a few seconds. We don't want to get sued by copyright. We don't want to get carried away, no. No. Um, But is it Bob Iger that confirmed that pretty much all of the Star Wars development that's going on in the theme parks um, is going to be based on what's coming in, The Force Awakens and, and onwards?
1: You know what? Smart business to me. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, you know, you me, Paul. Yeah. We've all grown up on the original Star Wars. Yeah. And we've also had to live through the, uh, you know, debacle of episodes one, two and three. Yeah. So, from our point of view, Star Wars is always episodes four, five and six and the adventures of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Darth Vader and Chewbacca and everyone like that. But, but for the new generation, Yeah. Um, you know, some of those names are going to be seen. Some of those names may only be heard. But, you know it's new characters and new films for a new a new generation of,
0: of so, kids so are we going to get star wars the adventures continue yeah star wars 2 or yeah. when you think about it the original star wars was you know the the death star trench run from episode 4 and then we moved on to star wars okay there's some Darth Vader in there and then there's some gungans and some snow speeders and a bit of everything from all different cannons and time scales does this mean they're going to expand that with a whole new world yeah yeah a whole fantastic point of view
1: i mean let's be honest you're now talking this part here you're talking about disneyland paris do you honestly think Disneyland Paris is going to get a new version of Star Tours before any of the other parks.
2: <laughs> no, we'll, on, we'll, on, a we'll be. We'll be. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're,
0: we're on it.
1: top of that as well, I mean, Star Tours itself lasted uh, what nineteen years, I think in in California. Mm. Um, lasted about seventeen years in
0: yeah.
1: in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, studios there so you know and, and you know Star Tours in in Paris has been there since 1992 yeah so th- you know th- they're there for the long run we, and they've just got, replaced yeah. them yeah we've, we've got just replaced f- the we've films got,
0: we've got a few more years before Star Tours live into continue
1: yeah I, I, only, I honestly think that they are ju- just for cost and time's sake we are just going to get uh, a version of Star Tours 2
0: a 3G projection upgrade and some goggles
1: yeah um, I think I, I think that's it I think we just have to uh, accept that really yeah, yeah. That that's what's going to happen but you know yeah, I mean, fine
2: unless they could throw in you know a couple of segments from the new movie you know just upgrade a little bit but that, but then again that would be across the board one that they'd, yeah. they'd retrofit that then to the other one digital proje- yeah.
0: Digital another. projection and there you go have yeah. another bit of film yeah. yeah now now making it I don't know it's gone from 42 to 64 potential
2: I mean if you think yeah, about, about it if we're making the movies if we're making episode 7 anyway yeah you know, how much of a big deal would it be to throw in a couple of extra little sequences for the ride I no doubt that yeah
0: a couple of million dollars ILM will do a little bit and that's it yeah done ah dear that's about right so yeah yeah, well let's see what brings it well
1: there's I mean obviously there's been a lot of Star Wars stuff that's that's not it surely Uh,
0: well other than the fact they've uh, they've announced the names of some of the characters in the film but is it are we a Star Wars podcast or a Disney podcast you know tough call well
1: Disney Star Wars now so
0: yeah they are um yeah, a character called Finn apparently. Yeah, I'm not sure about that guy. But what I like is waiting. And, and being... yeah, who would who would you rather he be? What name wise? No, but I've just heard someone's ringtone was rather be in there. I thought I'd get a pun in and see if anyone noticed. No, <laughs>
1: are they not rather be is.
0: <laughs> That's
1: a new one on me. Yeah, me um, but. Um, someone's down with the kids uh, um, no it's just on the <laughs> bloody radio all the time in. in oh, the yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not on XFN yeah. um, other other radio stations are on mm. um, I like the way they, they introduce the names did yeah. you see how they did you read the names or did you see how they were introduced
0: I, I've just read the names but I've, they've come from um, they, they've done it on a like, baseball card thing haven't they
1: well, they they're basically recreated the Topps trading cards yeah, from the 70s and 80s. So they look exactly the same. And they've just taken a, a still image from uh, the trailer and just put a, as the, the kind of subjects of the card like they used to, whatever it is with the character's name. And yes. that's how they've, they've revealed it. So, very clever. I mean, J.J. Abrams is quite good at that kind of stuff anyway. I
0: know. And, and um, yeah, I did... I- I was going to go with the fact that, uh, although they've, you know, we we know the release date is December 2015 for the new Star Wars film. Um, yep. It's only recently we've had the had the new James Bond film announced, and that's roughly the same time as well. So, I'm I'm a happy. Month before, yeah, yeah, yeah. before, yeah. Um, they haven't announced the name of any of the characters for that. Uh, I think there's still is one co- I think there's still one called James Bond and one called Money Penny and one called M. There's Mr. Oh,
2: there's Jinx Bullfell
0: as well, isn't there? <laughs> yes. Well, like, Blowf- Blowfield's not actually been announced no but just been heavily
1: heavily rumoured
0: I would be really really disappointed if they didn't just give in to it and have him bald on a rotating chair shaped like an egg with a Persian <sighs> Christoph, cat
1: Christoph, Christoph Wins I don't know about him and shaved that. And also actually Blofeld in the films hasn't always been bald no
0: he
1: hasn't yeah. was it a uh, majesty's secret service he had hair
0: no because he was tele-servalis then
1: so what one there there was a Bond yeah, film around
2: that time. Yeah, there, there was, was one, it was a big guy and he had like white hair. He didn't wasn't he wasn't the ball he didn't have a scar either on his face. No, no, he was a different yeah. looking one. Yep. Uh, but
1: mm. Dave Drax Bautista um yeah. for those that watch Guards of the Galaxy yeah. or no wrestling. Um yeah, he's playing Mr. Jinx who's uh, the right hand man to uh, Christopher Wentz's villain.
0: Exit number number two.
1: The thing is, I mean, the reason why that stuck out so much, I mean, they they announced Christoph Wentz's character as well, but the reason why Mr. Jinx style that, that yeah. stood out so much to me was I believe that's the name of the cat in the Fokker films. Yeah, Mr.
0: Jinx, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and also, Jinx was Halle Berry's character.
1: Yeah, let's not in remember Die that. Because yeah, sure. there's reasons. I, I've still never seen Die Another Day, and she's one of the main reasons.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, sure. I just don't like yeah. her. She's rubbish. I've never seen or anything decent. There's
0: a couple of good reasons to.
1: Barely, barely. Uh,
0: unfortunately, not. But Star Wars, yeah. I really cannot,
1: cannot wait. I just wish they'd release the others in three D at the same time. I, I just I, just knock them all out.
0: Yeah, I, I thought I was quite excited seeing the trailer, and then I saw various footage of other people excited at watching the trailer. Well,
2: I, what did that have on you? Well, I,
0: I I think there were some people who were slightly nerdier and geekier than I am, who appeared to be receiving oral pleasure whilst watching the trailer.
1: We, turned, we t- But we I know full to,
0: well they weren't.
1: I was talking to some, uh, some friends today, and they'd gone to see uh, a Frozen sing along at the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, yeah. And we was talking about the level, and this is the same for any any kind of uh, fan. fandom. So it doesn't matter what it is, yeah. um, whether it's Star Wars or Disney or Frozen or whatever. And he said he generally felt scared because of a few people <laughs> around him. Now, they're quite diehard Disney nerds and they go out to Landau about three or four times a year. Yeah. But there were people that were just, you know, adults dressed up as um, Sven, <laughs> the reindeer, you know, or dressed as the princess, loads of them. And yeah. she said there was, a, there was a couple behind them and the bloke was actually squealing in excitement as songs are coming on. Oh, and gosh. not only would he sing the songs, he would do the dialect in the accents of the actors. You I, know, there's there's always, no matter how much of a nerd you yeah. think you are...
0: There's, there's, there's someone to out-nerd you.
1: Oh, and not even by a smidge. Look. Not even by a smidge. Look. By an absolute <laughs> country mile. <laughs> really, really is. Yeah. So, uh, there's that i suppose oh, um <laughs> but yeah i you know they've, they've announced obviously um episode eight but a rumor title but i'm not saying it because i don't actually believe it it came from the director's mouth but i think he was just doing a joke it sounds too much like a joke Probably. so I, I won't say that um but um it'll be interesting because the other thing as well this as i understand it is going to be in 3d. And it's definitely in some IMAX as well. They definitely yeah. shot some of it with an IMAX camera. Um, but I know the director of the next one, uh, Rian Johnson, I think it is, um, doesn't like the 3D medium.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's not going to be his decision yeah. whether it's filmed in 3D or not, or you know it's converted to 3D afterwards.
2: Um, I mean, uh, 3D's. I don't know. I mean, there's very few movies now come out in 3D. Compared I, to a year ago,
1: yeah, and I, but I think that's good. Yeah, okay. because I think the the thing is, it's been too, it's been done too badly for too long by too many. Um, I was going to go and see The Hobbit this weekend because my local cinema, which is the cheap cinema as well, yeah, is the only cinema in the area that's showing it in higher frame rate, three D. All
0: right.
1: So that's where that's the new fangled technology, which yeah. is uh, sixty frames a second. Um, just because I, I, you know what, I've not even seen the two Hobbit films <laughs> previous to this. I've got to be my Netflix to, to watch. But because I want to see how different it is, because everyone I know yeah. has seen it and said like it's a real kind of step up. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and that's the technology that James Cameron's going to be using for the new Avatar films.
0: I, I, I saw um, the second. Um... Desolation of Smog. <laughs> Smog. Um, yeah, that's that's how yeah. it's, that's how it's pronounced. That's exactly how uh, J.R.R. Tolkien wrote it down in his book. Everyone else is getting it wrong. Fine. Um, Good. So the Desolation of Smog um, <laughs> in forty-eight frames per second. Yeah. Frame. Sorry, you're right. Not sixty frames. Forty-eight. yeah. Um, actually, it's quite, I found it quite jarring. I'm yeah. I'm so used to the standard animation and the standard film look of twenty-four frames a second. It was like watching it on a computer monitor, and it was like, oh, no, I'm not sure.
1: And let's see, it. it's really, it's really conflicted people because yeah. you get a camera that say that it, it seems divided more people more than just regular 3D has ever done. Yeah, um, It's people that think it's amazing, and it's the way forward, and other people that think, no, I actually, it's a step back.
0: It's, it's, it's um, like going from watching telly on a normal resolution, good old fashioned power telly, and then getting your first HD telly. And watching yeah. something like EastEnders in HD, and you think, oh, ghoul, I can that's see you Yeah, that's yeah. terrible.
1: But that, that's the <laughs> like, when I bought my, my TV earlier this year, my new TV, it's the same thing. It, it kind of upscales the, the frame sometimes. Yeah. And you can really see a difference. So I'm guessing what it's going to be like, but I've never watched something in, in 3D that way. And I'm interested to see how it contrasts with that. Um, Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't really
2: want to see in high
1: definition. No, and the, and the thing is, as well, my TV will convert 3D uh, like TV shows in real time, so I mm. can actually watch extenders in 3D if I wanted to. I just choose never to do that yeah, just, ever. Just don't. But yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think really a, a 3D and it was it was done all wrong anyway. 3D was used as a way to sell tickets to the cinema for more money. Which is a bit stupid, really, especially when what that meant was that every film was then coming out in three D.
0: Oh, ones that even didn't deserve to.
1: Really poorly converted three D as well.
0: Well, it was either poorly converted, even the ones that were filmed in deliberate three D. Yeah, Clash of the Titans two or something.
1: Well, I mean, the first Clash of the Titans was one of the first to be post converted and quickly, and it. I mean, I, apparently sh- I never saw it, but apparently showed. Like, it was really, really yeah. bad.
0: Right. The, the, I, what, what's nice to see with the modern 3D films is that a lot of directors have foregone the cheesy 3D effect nowadays. Yeah, The, yeah, the, 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 the honey-I-shrunk-the-kids okay. effect of, oh, look, a snake that comes out of the screen and pops yeah, at, snaps at you. Or, well, the, 3D yeah.
1: films Sorry. work much better. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. 3D films work much better when it's used to draw you into a film yeah. to make you feel like you're you're you know really involved in a film you're really there yeah. rather than oh look I'm going to stick a gun in your face
0: I, I'm which fr- is I, I'm firing an arrow or I'm throwing yeah, an axe straight at you yeah
1: um, you know we've we've had some um, really interesting stuff we watched recently we watched a, uh, a French uh, sorry Canadian film called T S Spivet which is uh, a French director based on an American book filmed in Canada. Um, and it's, it's kind of flopped because I didn't really know how to market it. And it's just a normal kind of um, comedy drama done in 3D. And it's done exceptionally well. And it, it really, it does actually quite add to the, the film experience. But it's not a film you necessarily think would, um, would gain from it. But the, the 3D is used so cleverly that it adds rather than, than takes away at all. Um, or you. but you know, a lot of the times films are just being churned out in 3D to like raise yeah. the ticket prices by a couple of quid yeah, and, and look like the film was making more money than it was um, so to be honest it, I don't think it's dying as a medium but what I do think is it's now being used a lot better and I'm glad yeah. that not everything's coming out in 3D I want my big films to be available in that film if I want to so I think Star Wars will be if done properly excellent um, you know you get films like Gravity which were used really well great yeah. but I don't want to see My Little Pony 3D no I don't want to see My Little Pony well yeah okay. in 1D <laughs> don't, don't want to see it in, in, in any format no. but um, yeah and also to, did, to did, one, honest,
0: actually, did One Direction actually release their latest tour on 3D in I- uh, I- They
1: did. they released at least one of them because yeah. I
0: mean 1D in 3D is just yeah. terrible it's, it's, it's a pun that you don't even have to make exactly but I, exactly. I feel I did but I,
1: I kind of get those I kind of get those kind of concert films doing that in 3D because especially if you was there
0: yeah
1: that makes sense to me because the idea is trying to involve you in it more except when it's um, Cooper so the 3D yes 4D no, no. how <laughs> about that yeah. I think we can all agree on that one um, but yeah so I don't care if it's coming out in 3D or 2D like IMAX you know, just IMAX will be fine but if it's 3D IMAX even better I really cannot wait for the new Star Wars yeah. so when December we're the film couldn't stuff, come yeah? on quick enough
0: yeah
2: yep. um, Disney have announced their intention to make another Indiana join film. not Not until they've got some of the Star Wars stuff behind them. But did you read that? I I
1: glanced it. -hmm. What were they saying? Like, what was the? It was
2: very woolly, really. It just said we 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 do want to make another film, (laughs) Um, but but they but they didn't. But they did say that Star Wars comes first, and there there wasn't any any you know real sort of clues as to who would be Indiana Jones.
0: they've either got to go back to a prequel with a young, a forerunner in the young Indiana Jones Chronicles, or it's a post, but it's no longer Indiana Jones, it's his son, but that would make it Sheila Berth, and I could live without that as well. Well, let's be honest,
1: it's been enough time that they could quite easily swap him out. Yeah. Yeah. I just think... I, I think if you did another, if you do an, an Injana Jones film with Harrison Ford.
0: I mean, playing, he, he breaks his leg falling out of a Millennium Falcon door. Not even falling out of it, walking out. Yeah. Um,
1: but no, I mean, the thing is, if they did Indiana Jones, where Jenna like, yep. was playing the role of Henry Jones yeah. to his son or to someone else, yeah. I'm fully behind that. Pass the talk, literally and figuratively. And use that as your stepping stone to a new series of films. Yeah, yeah. You know, Harrison Ford is knocking on Seventy.
2: No, to be no,
1: completely no. honest, I hope. I hadn't. You know, I don't know what the storyline for Star was going to be, but I kind of hope that the last we see of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker in that is Episode Seven.
0: Hand, handing over the keys of the Falcon to his grandson. Mm. Just,
1: just whatever. Like, I think it's they need to be referencing to past Torch, but I don't think they need to.
0: To this new series of films. This is the fastest hunker junk in the galaxy. She's at <laughs> 0.5 past light speed. Except on a Sunday when I just drive it around the country. Slowly, with me and my <laughs> wife <laughs> and my driving you, gloves on. I
2: keep it in the garage during the
0: winter. <laughs> with a cover over it.
1: But yeah. that's, that's it. I mean, I, I'm all for a new Indiana Jones film, but
2: with conditions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it should know. just, it should begin what. what the new Indiana Jones waking up and thinking, Oh my god, that was a terrible dream I had about Crystal
0: Skulls there <laughs> Just wait that out. Yeah, or they just bring, they they make it even more up to date. So they don't have to use Sheila Berth, they can use someone who was the same age as Harrison Ford when they started the series. Yeah. And he's now older, which makes it, you know, what the first series was like the late thirties to the early forties now they've brought it up, bring it up a bit more today, make it a bit more national treasure type thing, and then they can actually have someone in Cairo with Reeboks on. Yeah, properly. To fit, to, fit, to fit in the joke that someone will recognise. The Purvis.
2: Yeah, that, or, that,
0: that little nod.
1: Or what, Or you could set the, fi- you could remake the films, Not sorry, not remake them, but just do new, new series of Indiana Jones films, but in a different time frame. I don't necessarily have to fire on. No. Um, you know, if you decided now, you know what, let's set them in the fifties. Quite easily change everything to the fifties. Yeah. Wouldn't take too much work. Um not nice, really guys. That's that is true. It'd
0: be like mods and rockers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can drive with that. A nice Vespa chase. Yeah. Love right and pier front. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. I, at a moment they've got a massive task in hand with Star Wars
0: yeah
1: as much as people love Jenna Jones what's the more beloved franchise oh yeah
2: Star Wars is a big deal
1: you know yeah. and at one point hopefully over Christmas I think I'm going to try and watch Star Wars Rebels because I've recorded every episode that's been on and they're canon
0: now ah.
1: whatever Disney do is going to be canon Yeah. so Captain Rex is in Disney Rebels all right therefore he's part of the properties of star
0: wars universe he's he's part of the universe
1: now yeah so you know anything that's in there is canon therefore i have to pay attention to it um and also have you seen they've done some books very star Wars heavy yeah um yeah um grand tarkin all right uh they've done a book about him Mm. and uh again it's a disney release so it's canon
0: it's got to be
1: so uh, it kind of fills in a few gaps, it will, you know,
0: it will ha- it will his ha-
1: rise to the top.
0: Yeah, it will have to tie in with the entire story and the entire set of legend, because, you know, Disney wouldn't release something just for money, would they? <coughs> no.
1: Wouldn't, wouldn't at all. We'd have to <laughs>
0: tie in. There you go. <sighs> dear, oh dear. <laughs> so, so in the last five minutes of the show, anyone got any more news? Uh yeah. yeah. NC Doop trailer.
2: Oh, yeah. was good, I thought. Yeah? Have you seen it, Paul? No. Nope. June 19, 2015. Oh.
1: That's a US release. I'm not sure when we are get it. US
2: release,
1: yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get it at the end of July. Yeah. At least it won't be too long. But yeah, it looks very good. Um, I suggest watching it. The, the only thing that concerns me, yeah. I will say this, the only thing that concerns me is I, I never saw, at least for about the first seven or eight films, I never saw a trailer for a Pixar film that I thought... I can't wait for that. For some reason, I always felt the jokes felt flat. Um, I I didn't get what the characters were supposed to be like.
0: Slightly out of context.
1: Yeah. You didn't... A bit like, actually, Frozen's trailer from last year is a good example of that. Didn't give you any idea what the actual finished film was going to be like. Um, So I never got excited watching a, a Pixar trailer. With this one, I have... And now I'm slightly concerned. Maybe the film's not going to live
0: up to the, my expectations.
1: <laughs> um, but it's basically about the emotions in your head. Yeah. So you said so so like a
0: cartoon version of Meet Dave, then? I mean,
1: no, no, because already it's funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, actually, it's more like the Numb <laughs> if you remember the yeah. B, the Beano yes. comic strip. Yeah, it's a bit like that.
0: <laughs> that. That is a niche market to start aiming to that. That like Cranium Command. Feel like command. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good, good hits yeah.
1: So, um, so, so yeah, it's about the, the trailer revolves around a mother, daughter, and a father, and uh, the emotions contained within their heads and the way they react differently to different situations. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I thought it, the humor in it was very good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, looking very promising actually. Excellent. So uh, yeah. Roll on next summer because it's weird to not have it to have a year without a Pixar film. Yeah, I can't remember the last year we didn't have one. Hmm, but I'm glad it, they aren't rushing them. Yeah, no, absolutely. But what, I mean, what year you're was getting planes, one what a year?
0: What, what year was Planes two released in?
1: Doesn't matter. That's not a Pixar film. No, you're right. Pixar were not taking ownership of that one, <laughs> either of them. And luckily, there won't be any more Planes films. Um, a A news that broke over the weekend
2: yeah
1: um a lost 1927 Walt Disney cartoon has been discovered
0: in Norway yeah
1: now let me reiterate here not the pavilion
0: okay no the country because they were busy taking it down and refurbishing it for Frozen (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah.
0: um it says the footage
1: is an almost complete version of the first Disney Christmas film Empty Socks no we're talking Disney film yeah we don't mean uh, a 70-minute wonder like Snow White or something. Yeah. We're talking about five tops. Yeah. Um, but, uh, of course, being 1927, you know what that means? Ooh. Early. Didn't star Mickey Mouse.
0: No.
1: Starred Oswald the Lucky Rabbit.
0: Oh, It was, an- it was animated as well. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, it's, uh, it was five minutes. The original version of Empty Sops was five minutes and 30 seconds long, but approximately 30 seconds in the middle of the film are missing from the footage. Oh. And, uh, yeah, before this, the only known copy of it was a 25-second sequence, which was preserved in the Museum of Modern Art in New York.
0: It didn't happen to be the 25 seconds that's missing from the middle.
1: <laughs> uh, they have not confirmed or denied this. <laughs> um, and uh, the library also had a copy of another Oswald film, called Tall Timber from
0: 1928.
1: yeah yeah the film will stay in the Norway National Library for now but a copy of the digitised version has been sent to the Walt Disney
0: Company yeah,
1: yeah. see because that's that's how nice they are the Norwegians lovely people they haven't they haven't not like us with the uh, the marbles no. gone yeah we'll, we'll keep those but you know you can't have them in Greece but we'll let brush borrow borrow for a little bit I know brush right? look we're keeping hold of it we found it however have it of
2: course, I have this copy that's the same.
0: I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll never have the, it said that we're not culturally tuned in. Yeah,
2: they're not the brightest, they're not the sharpest tool in the, the box, are they? I mean, if you think about it, so they've got this short, rare film, okay? And what have they got at the end of the Norway attraction? <laughs> well. Right, so if they if they inserted that right in the middle of that Norway movie in the Norway pavilion,
0: oh, they'd the, get
2: more people in there.
0: There'd be thousands. They're
2: missing an opportunity Yeah, Some in Norway listening to this podcast
0: and they're going, do you, do We need you on our marketing team. That's it. We yeah. say about Disney every episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what we need to name.
0: <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Well, God, this was a fairly news heavy. Um, well, basically two items expanded and talked about. Shall sorry, sorry pub singer. No time for you today. No, no time, but your album will be out shortly. Yeah. In on all good record shops and bad ones. Uh, yes, yes. Well, I'm, um, I'm sure. well no. I, Christ, we. Yeah, I think we're back on form again. So, uh, yeah.
1: to be honest, I forgot what other features we had.
2: <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I just thought it was well, nice.
2: these.
0: We actually said on the last episode we were going to do
2: something on this show, and I'm damned for like I going not have sh- to go back and listen to it again.
0: Uh, I, I uploaded it this morning. I'll try and upload this one halfway through yeah. this week so we can catch up with ourselves again. Nice. <laughs> that will surprise the listeners. What the bloody hell's going on here?
2: <laughs> two, yeah. two in a week.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I think my might have something to say about that. But anyway, yeah, who knows? even if they don't, and if they do, yeah. they can contact us via our website at www.disasterdark.com or email us at podcast at
2: and blah 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 at
0: Twitter at Disaster Dark Facebook dot com Twitter Dark and at Basechat It's late night. Even Paul Rowland's doing the blah blah blah. It's uh-huh. it. <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Now I've, I've lost on. my thing. Uh, or, thing. YouTube,
1: oh, YouTube, Bebo, YouTube, Bebo, yeah. Instagram. For...
0: Uh, Stitcher. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I we tried to remember earlier. Stitcher. Yes. Stitcher. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's that's a good one. Right, like
1: Stitcher. Uh,
0: in that case, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. And uh, yeah, if you haven't listened to us, I'd thank you. Yes, sodger. <laughs> how will <laughs> they know <laughs> and,
1: and yeah, unless, right, you can insult people like that they won't, they won't hear it so uh, sure. unless
0: we've got a lot of grasses listening to this show who are now going to go to their like wives, husbands, workmates and go tell you what I was listening to a podcast yesterday <laughs> that you don't listen to and they told you to go so i mean
2: a lesson. <laughs> I want to hear this
0: insult <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear that's it and, uh, thank you very much uh, we shall speak to you all in uh, a couple of weeks time
2: okay, Cheers, probably, see you later Zach. probably Growing older is mandatory. Growing now.
0: up is optional. This, after dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. I wonder how many people are actually doing research into where this shooting comes from. What the,
1: well, they would have they, they would have the been shazamming it, and then yeah. we've talked to the top of it, oh, no, and that's now it, it? They won't recognise it. Um, oh Merry Christmas in case we don't come back <laughs> yes. suppose we should say that <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yes oh dear brilliant alright well thank you very much see you all in a fortnight's time
1: <sighs>
0: I know I've just got to wait till it finishes properly then i can click the off button and go and talk in talking that gives away all the secrets see see you later <laughs>